from the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. A few minutes late. I was on time and Adam was live. Just kidding. No, he was here. We, we've been just fooling around for 10 minutes. Good morning. It is a Wednesday. And on Wednesday, we generally do the third Wednesday, which is Adam 2.0. Adam's on first Monday and then the third Wednesday. But he was out in California and they, and they turned off his power last Wednesday. So we pushed it to this Wednesday because we love talking to me. So much fun. So here we are. Why don't you call and uh, say hi to Adam and Patrick. It's 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. We generally take Thursdays off and just so happens that Thanksgiving falls on Thursday. So we'll, tomorrow uh, we'll take off and then we'll be back on Friday. And we have lots and lots of Black Friday sales, and so uh, uh, don't buy anything today. Wait till Friday, and you're going to get a big discounts on everything. Be exciting. I'm going to buy some stuff. I got my list already made up for Friday. So here we are. It is the 23rd, as I said. We're going to go out to California and just take our chances being out there in the socialist state of California with Adam Bergstrom. <laughs> good, good morning. Solartiming.com. Morning. Well, Adam Bergstrom, my goodness, here we are. What's going on with you, brother? So they turned off your power last Wednesday. I mean, come on. What's up with that? Really? They're doing it regularly, and the uh, power company flies over in helicopters now, <laughs> like apocalypse now. They're doing laying some kind of cable. And so I went out one time, and uh, not knowing, not getting the notice, we're the tenants here, so we don't get to know and the guy said get back in you're supposed to be in because it's dangerous being under the helicopters what are they flying helicopters around for what is that about bringing cable in by helicopter bizarre what kind of cable something Uh, some kind of maybe it's 5g god knows what santa barbara is now all 5g wired they've got 5g all over the place do so we stay out of Santa Barbara. We're more out in the Tulis here in Montecito, you know. Mm. This is we're the poor people among the rich people. Oprah and the Goop Lady, all those people live here, and of course the Prince, uh, the Prince, and his Megan and all of that. Uh, they're all, everybody, everybody that's cool is out there with you guys. They're playing polo on cloned ponies. <laughs> Good. <laughs> only, only can be funny. Oh, I don't know if I told you, but we we got became an official selection of the Santa Barbara uh, Film Festival screenplay competition. So, so all right, yeah, all that's right. pretty fun. So we'll see what happens there, Santa Barbara. It's a pretty cool place for all the for all the movie movie peoples. So, uh, um, oh, does Ellen is Ellen? Did she just go underground when they fired her? From her show or? oh she's here she flips real estate every two weeks or every month she flips <laughs> a house she's making money she buys it for like so many millions and adds another million or two or three or four to it and sells it well, now she's selling her stuff in beverly hills montecito she's got numerous properties including one secret one that i tracked down right next to oprah well, mm. she bought the old uh, all these chemical people here you know the DuPonts the uh, the uh, Rockefellers they're all living up here and the mafia too 
<laughs> you guys got it all—the commies and the mafia and the movie stars. I mean, what fun, you know? Well, you know what fun. Even the cannibal guy, you know, the uh, the army hammer who ate people's toes and all that. <laughs> army hammer? Hey, wait a minute, hold on. Now I know Arm, <laughs> army hammer, the the actor, right in Social That's Network. The guy. Great actor. He eats people's toes. That's what he got accused of. What he claims what? he's innocent. <laughs> what do he eats people's toes for? He likes toes. Cannibalism. I don't blame him. I like his girls' toes, but I don't eat them. I, you know. His grandfather is the uh, Arm and Hammer, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And you know he was dealing with Russia through the Cold War. Basically, we fed Russia because they couldn't feed themselves. If they gave us all their diamonds and platinum and everything else, they right. could get out of Russia. We had a secret deal. And, of course, his uh, his grandson lives here now, Michael Hammer, who still runs the whole organization, makes all kinds of money. I mean, it's really crooked here. This is where all the New World Order people live. Well, sure, because you guys are out there in commie land, you know. So Michael Milken land, you know. Oh, Michael, Michael yeah. Michael behind mm -hmm. behind it all. You know, he's he controls all the vaccine deliveries here. He's got twenty four approved ones now, a hundred and nine in the pipeline ready to go, and two hundred and twenty four. These are all COVID vaccines, all COVID. And people, uh, you you've never heard Michael Milken mentioned anywhere else except I've been talking about him for two years. That he's he's dirty. He was pardoned by Trump for the very purpose of doing all this vaccine thing. Yeah. He was in charge of Operation Warp Speed. And now you can watch the videos in, what is it, October, November, somewhere about that 2019, where Fauci said we have to get off the egg vaccines. We have to do an inside job to get MRI vaccines out that are, that are uh, what's the word, iterative? iterative and disruptive in other words you got to do it by gradual deals and we got to do an inside job trump is saying it right behind it milken institute milken institute milken wow. institute and all of these videos and he's totally in control of the worldwide distribu distribution of of uh vaccines and nobody gets them how does he have this cloak of invisibility yeah boy because he's you know he's milking and he's you know trump and he's bought into the the swamp, you know, that's how they, you know, just like the Clintons, they get cover from everybody, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein is tied in with them. It's tied in with Bankman Freed, who knows Epstein and who knew Milken oh, and all of them. Man, this KT, uh, what do they call it? FTX, Freed, Epstein connection and, and Ukraine and uh, uh, dumping billions into the Democrat election and... What Democrat a, and Republican. Oh, he covered and, both sides. But he did mostly Democrat, if I understand, right? Yeah, a little bit more, but not much. Not no, much. he wanted Curtin's favor of other people's money that he stole, of that course. He stole. This thing is so swampy. This F, You think they're ever going to get to the bottom of this thing? I mean, probably. He, mu have to, he, he must have cover, Adam. He must have a lot of cover why he doesn't seem too concerned, you know. Um, Until Michael Milken gets exposed, is not going to be exposed because he's tied in with Epstein, Clinton, all these deals, Bill Gates. They're all tied in, in Milken. You can find every one of those people speaking at the Milken Institute. The MRA techni uh, technology was done for cancer and prostate cancer. You know, uh, both of, uh, of uh, Milken's parents had cancer. One, the father died of melanoma, and the mother had breast cancer, and then he got prostate cancer. 
So the guy's a genius. I mean, he he was the uh, uh, what is it? Drexel was totally anti-Semitic. They brought him in because he could make him money. He was Jewish. He, he made a whole bunch of money for him. And he gave him a deal. He said, I'll tell you what, uh, if you hire me, because he wasn't one of the in crowd. He said, I will take 50% of the profit in any deal I do and 100% of the loss. I said, oh, of course, let's do it. And he made him a fortune, of course. And he brought in Burnham. Uh, it, it was part of uh, J.P. Morgan at one time. A lot of people don't know Drexel's history. It's been around a long time. How do you figure all this stuff out? How do you find this stuff? You just dig around and you look at it? Well, I have to use tricks again. You have to pretend you're one of them when you search on the oh, internet. Oh, I see. Otherwise, you're in a bubble. People think they're researching. If you if people think they're going to find out medical information on on PubMed, they're crazy. That's all fiction. You heard Dr. Cowan talk about endoplasmic reticulum, oh, receptors, tough. all fiction. Tell me. I that. bought into that in the 80s. I studied, oh, I don't understand the endoplasmic reticulum. I have to study this up because I'm in the health business. I have to know. I had no clue. It was right. mythological. The blood-brain barrier, the immune system, all this Not stuff is just all made up, man. Now, there, as Cowan says, there is immunity, but there's no immune system. No, there's Our no, whole body is immunity, immunity, and the mind controls yeah. it. The mind, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Adam Bergstrom, if you'd like to join the show, why don't you call us in a pre-Thanksgiving show, and uh, and uh, let's have a little turkey this morning. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Email patrick1radionetwork.com. So, um... Do you guys do anything special on Thanksgiving or just another day in Paris? Me too. You know, what are you going to do? We don't even do holidays. <laughs> We're not really interested in holidays. They all. When I was a researcher, they always closed the libraries on holidays. It was misery for like me. That, I had yeah. to figure out something to do when I couldn't go to the library. <laughs> tell your now story. At least that, I can be on the computer. <laughs> so people that don't know you, tell your story. Years ago, many years ago, come Choctaw before the interweb, Thanks, Al Gore. Um, you used to go to the library, and you you did research like all day long. I mean, what year was this when you started that? Yeah, in junior high school. Junior high school. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about nineteen fifty-five. And what were you looking? For, what were you looking for back then? Well, I I figured out in fifty-five that there was information i wasn't learning in school and i realized they were lying to me you think so my first discovery was edgar casey oh, edgar and casey. that led to yogananda led to blavatsky led to all kinds of political things and the uh, atlantis and moo and all these other places you know lemuria wow. mount shasta everything I was really into it big time. I was reading Blavatsky's full books, Isis Unveiled, and I choose to remember the name of the other one, and uh, The Secret Doctrine uh, back in the day. So I was reading a book a day back at that time because I couldn't get it in school. Wow. And, wow. Crazy. And I was lying in school. I, I gave them the answers they wanted, but I knew it was a bunch of BS. I've heard the name Blavatsky. Madame, uh, she was a Madame Blavinsky, they called her. What was her story? Was she like a psychic um, kind of? Uh, theosophy. Theosophy. She was a, oh, uh, theosophy, yeah, yeah. 
she made up some things, but she was a remarkable woman. Was she? she was a Russian woman who was a horsewoman, had been traveling around the world, uh, very dramatic. And she said she channeled all this, uh, the secret doctrine and ISIS unveiled. But Jeffrey Higgins had done that a long time ago. Jeffrey Higgins wrote a book called Anaphylaxis, I think is the name of it. And it was one of the most remarkable books that I discovered in 1969, I believe, at the library in Redding, California. And anyone who reads that two-volume, small, big pages like this, and the books are both two volumes about that thick, just amazing. He had plenty of money back in 1750 or so and decided he was going to track down the beginning of the world from Adam and Eve through today. Oh. And he went into the Druids and India and everything. And it's more, a more authentic history than any other one has ever got to this day. When, when does he think and where does the whole Garden of Eden thing come from? Do we know? Well, or, uh, do we have an idea or believe or? Whatever the word it's is. A, actually, they have different versions of it, but it probably does come from the Middle East and not from Africa originally. Uh, but that's debatable, no. you know, and uh, there's a lot of information either way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, one, of, one of my books, one of my books in Nekankar, they, they talk about, I think it's A-T-O-M and E-D-E. Or the actual names. That's what they say. So you were one, Adam. It was an Adam and Ede. <laughs> right. Adam and Ede. <laughs> Pretty fun. Well, there must have been a time, I guess. I, well, do you think there was a time when all of a sudden just a man and a woman plopped down? I mean, that doesn't seem logical, does it? Well, <laughs> Adano's story it seems to be the best, that both are true. Uh, there were four races of people, and there were the Earth people, and those are the carbon-based people. And we got uh, the, the sons of God knew the daughters of men. Hmm. How did that happen? That's because there are silicone-based beings, uh, sulfur-based beings, and methane-based beings. And that history is in ancient India in the uh, caste system. And you'll also find it in the Osage Indians. They have the earth people, the earth sky people, the water people, and all of that. The exact same story. So, because most of the mass of this earth is sulfur-based beans in the form of bacteria called archaeons and in methane-based beans and possibly in silica. The white cliffs of Dover are from little animals that left behind all of those white cliffs of Dover. And any place that you have dolomite, you have silicone-based beans. Here in California, there are huge silica uh, deposits that they mine up near Lompoc and that Howard Hughes had underground eugenics tunnels being built there and multi-stories that people don't know about. Now it's covered with 25,000 acres that have been bought to cover up that area to make sure that no citizens like you and I go into that area to find those caves. So, so, old Howard was a eugenicist dude and wanted to kill 
Oh, he was working for the government inside and out. You know, he he had that place down by Hollywood where he was uh, working with, uh, what was his name, Kim Fahey and all these people who were basically breaking in, working for the FBI. Every time they did get caught on their black bag jobs, they got off miraculously. <laughs> the police would arrest him and they'd be let go the next day. Yeah, Howard Hughes. He was as crazy as a popcorn fart, but <laughs> he was he, he was one of them. He was one of them. You remember the Russian submarine that he dug up? He went yeah, out like yeah, he was doing yeah. for oil. I yeah, all that, that stuff. Jeez. Oh man, crazy guy. I mean, he, he was a, he was a germaphobe too, right? A real you know, a real germaphobe, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, at the Beverly, let's see which one of those Beverly ones. The ones on Sunset. He would have them spend an hour to prepare his canned foods by sterilizing it. Everything had to be sterilized wow. and brought in a can and brought basically like they do in bunny rooms in the air, air in the uh, medical industry, you know. <laughs> you had to have a uniform like that. And, of course, he paid so much money, uh, they, they uh, catered to him. They didn't care. Well, yeah. He locked himself in one room. And, of course, at one time, he locked himself in a room and watched movies for six months. Just sit around naked watching movies. <laughs> That's probably a visualization we could do without uh, Howard Hughes naked watching a movie. Uh, uh, if you'd like to join the show, do join us. Here's an email for you. Uh, let's get some more emails and have some fun here. Um, from Kevin, is coffee really as bad as the video that Patrick put on the front page? Did you see the video we put on the front page? Did you see that? I saw. Was it Montak Chia? Was it Mon? Is it Montak? Was it? Uh, I don't know. If, I, I don't think it was him. I think it was it's somebody else. Somebody else. But, yeah. Uh, so it was. It, so is coffee as bad as that video says? I drink a quart a day. <laughs> Already right. had a quart this morning. <laughs> and he's still living. He's over eighty. So what can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think it's uh, bad. No, it is a drug, however. People it is a drug. Remember, no, it's so a drug. You have to use it. It's a yep. drug. It's a drug. It's a drug. Yeah, I mean, it is, uh, because, you know, that caffeine thing is real, and it's a hit, and uh, there's nothing wrong with it. If you like the hit, you take it. If you don't, you don't, and it doesn't make you crazy, but it's a drug. Uh, it's probably the most it's prolific drug on the, on, on the earth plane, right? I mean, chameleons are sold yearly. It's an ergogenic, too. It's when I used to lift weights, uh, ergogenic means it gives you energy when you lift oh. weights. Oh, does it? So, one time I went out to Gold's Gym. I used to go out four in the morning. And I went to lift weights, and my wrist wouldn't support the weight. There was something wrong with them, and I couldn't. They had no strength. Now, the wrists are hormonal. When people have wrist problems, they have hormonal issues. Hmm. Wrists, ankles, neck and waste so i knew that so i went out and got a cup of coffee i went back my wrists were fine and i had all the power to do my bench presses again right? yeah you know I, I, i've been talking a little bit about i'll show you here my thing about doing that you know the hanging thing you know the, the bar and um my grip is so strong it's like crazy i've never it's like i can do and you know i i thought i would tell you something that i thought is fun is I was, you know, I'm doing the hanging thing, and I can do like almost two minutes now. And that's a long time. And I was getting these little uh, purple, I just got one little, pur little purple thing. What do you call these little purple things? Um, um, There's a name golly, for them. There's, 
Purpura is one name for yeah. them, and they have several other names. I was getting a few of those, and I figured out it was from the hanging and not from anything else. And as I keep hanging, they get less and less, and I very rarely get one now. So I think the blood vessels must be getting stronger from just you know from just doing the hanging thing. You know what I mean? So that's pretty cool because the blood vessels are weak if you get that little purple thing. They're a little weak, right? Because they're bleeding. That's what it is. It's just a little blood. I had them till I started the oranges and oranges. I started kale. Uh, <laughs> that was Ray Pete saved my life. I mean, I was getting, you could, I could touch myself about this heart and get a bruise. No kidding. And you think I was on the way out. Uh, when was that? In uh, about five years ago, seven years ago, I was on the way out. It's been seven years since I've had any kind of purpura or any kind of bleeding gums or any kind of bleeding butt. I had all of it going on. So you, and you, needed, you needed the sugar from the orange juice or the sea or what? What do you think it was? I, I don't know what it is in the orange. And and I don't think Ray Pete really knows. They call, talk about naringin and all these chemicals. I think there's a vital force in food that precedes all of this chemical things. Science needs to know, oh, it has to be magnesium, it has to be iron, right, it has right. to be uh, uh, resource at all, it has to be something like that. I think that's all uh, the same as the endoplasmic reticulum, same kind of nonsense they make up. Yeah, I mean, if we, if we think about the idea, I think Dr. Massey was talking about, and I want to ask you about that methylene blue and the plants, you know, in the sun, and then they make this, and then, so... You know, the food is really just a medium of exchange, right? We're getting everything from God, from spirit, right? The sun and divine spirit. And that's where all the juice is. And the orange or the grape or whatever, it's just a, it's just a medium of exchange, isn't it? Really? I mean... It's direct, and as I believe Massey was uh, explaining in his last show, that our blood mm -hmm. is the same as uh, basically chlorophyll. chlorophyll. It's a porphyrin. Ours uses iron, the plant uses magnesium, and porphyrin also connects with copper, like for lobsters and things. So we have the ability to get direct energy from the sun if we do it. It's been done before. I can't do it. I'm still working on it, but people have done it. Oh, you mean just, to live, basically, just live on the sun and, and the divine spirit thing? That's all you need. Uh, I think, yeah. I think yeah. we can. We probably just like eating too much, you know? <laughs> it's too much fun. I mean, come on. <laughs> Adonis used to give us exercises to do that. Did he? He said only to do it for emergencies where you would actually push on your arms and legs for certain amounts of time, and then you would pick up the minerals, which... Dinshaw Gadiali pretty much worked out back in his color therapy. You know, like uh, you get, this is calcium time of the day right here in, in California, about uh, 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock. Actually, between 9 and 12 is calcium time, boron time, aluminum time, and silicon time. You'll find all of those have a uh, Franz Hauser line connection that give energy and get rid of energy, same as uh, negative ionization and positive ionization. And all that has been worked out by scientists and forgotten by today's scientists. Calcium time is 9 to noon. 9 to noon. That's Solar the main time. calcium time, and that's orange time, very conveniently, very because conven yeah. calcium's under orange, and you got an orange. Well, gee, what a coincidence. What a coincidence. Did you notice, too, I mean, I... I, I 
I only do the fresh oranges when I do it. Um, but um, that all of the the oranges you buy in a in a thing, you know, the pasteurized stuff, which tastes pretty yucky. Um, they they're all adding calcium to it too. They go with calcium, you know, so they all add calcium to it. I guess it's just a selling point, you know. It actually interferes with the orange's vital force. Of course. <laughs> it loads it down. It's like putting an anchor on, <laughs> you know, you have a dirigible, and what do you do? You put an anchor, an- anchor to keep it from going to maximum. <laughs> so when they add minerals like that, they're like gross. Alkalis are weights. They're rocks. That's why a chef, does he take the lid off of the pot? He puts it on because the vital force, the acids escape. Minerals aren't going to escape. They go to the bottom, the alkalis. The alkaline part of our body sinks to the bottom. Hmm. It's our brakes to keep us from getting cancer because we can get muscles or cancer. Muscles are cancer directed correctly. Muscles are cancer directed correctly. Yep. As Ray Peak correctly pointed out. Okay. (laughs) You you take a... uh, you take, a, what do you call it when you cut off the circulation to your arm? You take a tourniquet, tight uh, tourniquet, tourniquet. That's it, a tourniquet. Yeah. You take a tourniquet and cut off circulation to your arm. If you leave it on there long enough, you get cancer. But if you move your arm while the tourniquet's there, you get big muscles from the antioxidant effect of not getting oxygen into the muscle. You build mm-hmm. muscle in photosynthesis or in our own body. By antioxidants, not by oxidants, the oxidants alkalize to keep it from turning into cancer, both in plants, which get get a type of cancer too, and in human beings. So cancer it, is the secret of energy in this universe. Once we figure out how to saddle the wild bronco, it is today. So cancer cells are trying to do something creative but are out of control, maybe? Yep. Every woman that has a baby, 20% of them have the placenta cells metastasize into their lungs. What is that about? I don't know. They don't hurt them, but it actually is to their advantage to do that. Cancer is our friend if we know how to use it. And I, of course, have told you my friend who had cancer of the spine, breast cancer, lung cancer, she beat it quite easily. By doing what? Uh, she simply, well, actually what she did is a counter shock. And this is kind of a dangerous therapy, but it works. She had a big hole burned in her back about nine inches across. Whoa. And the cancer went completely away. Whoa. For she, when she went, here's how, how it happened. I did a neck alignment on her and her eyelid drooped. And she wondered, uh, how come it's drooping? I had no idea because I did really gentle alignments. I don't do this type of stuff that mm-hmm. a lot of chiropractors do. Uh, so she went to the doctor, and the doctor said, we'll test you. When she came back, the doctor said, how did you even walk into this office? You have cancer of the spine. That's why your, your whole neck is infused with cancer. You have breast cancer. You have lung cancer. You're riddled with cancer. Go get your affairs in order. <laughs> you're lucky to have walked into the office. So she went back home and she was going to give up. I was there at the time. Then she decided to go get a big hole burned in her back, 
totally got rid of the cancer for nine years. She didn't even die of cancer, finally. She died because she said with her big fat mouth, I want to meet the love of my life, my soulmate, and then I can die. She met him. She died. And he died right after. And they went on to wherever they went. Wherever they went. Well, that's a crazy story, man. And by the way, the doctor who diagnosed her, he got can- he got lung cancer, and she said you should go get a big hole burned on your back. And he said no, and he died within a year. Mm. So she outlived him by five more years. So, Judy Utley. Yeah, so obvious then the idea of doing some kind of chemo and stuff, whether it's radiation or IVs, to kill it is just, just not a good idea. Just not good, not good. Not good. Well... You know, it works by a shock. But why would I need radiation to go pay for a doctor when I can get in an auto accident or burn a big hole in my back oh, and I'll so, be fine? So are you <laughs> saying it does help some people because it's shocking their system? It's, it's the shock. See, you got to get the right amount of shock. A shock can kill you. How many people get heart attacks from chemo? It's so common. Is it? So you can overshock it. But if you know how to shock it just the right amount, well, why pay millions of dollars now i guess to get chemo when you can just go <laughs> and you know uh be a daredevil <laughs> but jump people, off a three-story building but people get sick and throw up and have a miserable lose their hair and all kinds of stuff with that chemo I too. better to have an auto accident you well, know yeah, but, throwing up <laughs> but nobody's going to do that i mean do you think chemo could be used uh reasonably where it actually would make sense if they knew what they're probably not huh? No sense at all. Yeah. No sense at all. Previsi, in the introduction to his book, his textbook on uh, cancer, goes on and on about these different types and why they don't work. You know, every once in a while you get lucky. And how many of those are mental force? If you believe something, it happens. Oh. If you've had enough experience sure. with German new medicine and recall healing, all these other different types of healing. They're very real. The mind is the best healer of all. I've seen so many cases, like the woman who didn't remember that she was actually had sex with her father, had a baby, forgot it, had an incurable uh, illness. They gave her the month she was supposed to be dead. And when we found it and she had a release and a resolving of the issue, she lived another eight or nine years. She didn't even remember that? The whole thing? Didn't remember. See, that's where uh, mind hacking comes in, where people don't remember the, it's called a cognitive trigger event, and it presets things. Scientology knows the same thing, that there's a key in, and people will remember the key in, but not the actual trigger event. They got that right. Mm. (laughs) They got a lot else wrong, but they got that right. So that's that's one of the basics behind uh, German New Medicine and the recall healing thing. We bring yeah, it to the surface. Mind. Yeah, now you bring it to the surface. And There's then. many different ways to find that, but the thing is to get it accurately. If you can pinpoint the exact issue, and of course that's what mind hacking does. You can find the exact issue, the how, the one, the where, all of the information on how it happened. Once you know that then the person has a choice to heal themselves. Sure. Some people don't want to do it. 
Like if you want to strangle your grandfather, like in one grandmother, like in one case, it's smarter to stay crippled in a wheelchair than go strangle him and go to prison or go get the death penalty. Like in this particular case I'm referring to. And people can get the mind hacking book on solartiming.com, right? Is that right? Solartiming.com. Mind hacking book. Put your little thing up there. My solar time. You can see that. Cool. And by the way, I'm now I, I'm now mostly interested in mind over matter. So I'm putting out a new journal. I've got two issues out already uh, called Mind Over Matter Journal. And I have 12 stories in each one uh, regarding everything from animals to mind to all the different effects that the mind has on our bodies. And, you know, there used to be thousands of mesmerism books and journals out at one time and now they make you believe it doesn't exist doesn't exist what right? do you think applied kinesiology is and all of this meridian stuff it's mesmerism mesmerism so uh, how do Rebranded. people do people can sign up and get your little journal thing how does that work they can just buy it for uh, 10 bucks on the internet 9.99 oh so um, at solartiming.com solartiming.com so what do they look for the mind over matter journal mind over matter journals one and two cool. now on facebook we often put a lot of the covers of our books up there so you can find them yeah. yeah and by the way i'm i'm on facebook i'm of course i am censored i am self-censored no, i I'm do not mention I'm carbon dioxide i'm shy. i do not mention covid19 and when some people put stuff in the comments i sorry i just x them out because i don't want to go from facebook since i'm making money i do my stuff on me now the dr jekyll and mr hyde the mr hyde comes out on me <laughs> i'm there with i i gotta admire stephanie Sinet. she just goes and goes every day she posts numerous on things Mewe? and interviews yeah on me bless her bless her yeah she's out of control. what's she talking about these days today the injection vaccines vaccines some glyphosate but mostly how bad these uh, you know even louis uh, farrakhan calls it the white man's death plan <laughs> you can bet he's not allowed on uh, twitter and places like that anymore <laughs> yeah i mean uh the amount of um information on these things and how dangerous they are i find it amazing that very few people really know. I mean, I mean, they have Fauci and Biden out there talking about getting more of your vaccines. Just yesterday, I think Fauci was saying you got to get your boosters, and these people are crazy. I mean, I don't know how they get away with it. The whole, they must all be in on it, right? All media, you know, everything. It's not really that. It's that people are in a trance state. We're in the matrix. Huh. And they don't know they're in the matrix. They don't know so they're in, right? They believe this stuff. They huh. want a driver's license now for the internet. You and I will have to have a license to get on the internet. That's what they want. They talked about it at the G20. They talked about it in the Asian conference. Mm -hmm. They talked about it in Egypt. It's all planned out. And they want, of course, to have a vaccine passport. You will have to have a to smartphone international, with you right? yeah. to go anyplace. First so, international, then it's going to be statewide. I've been told this by the motor vehicle department here in California. They're going to have a passport to go between states. Yeah, well, That's good luck with that. Want. Ain't no way, baby. 
You know, I, I I'll sneak over the border. I don't sneak over the border. I don't care. I know. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think we can sneak over the border because uh, that can be done. Oh. I've done it myself. Oh, sure. Before. They're not going to have. <laughs> they're going to have places. But you know that international thing. So that's going to be something that we're going to have to be. Hmm, looks like we won't be traveling internationally, right? From now on, this is we're here, right? Well, that's right. That's, what that's it is. right. I kind of want. Now we're locked down anyway. We've become misanthropes. We believe that most people are. You know, <laughs> I'm. I appreciate my friends on Facebook. I have dear friends now that uh, we really can't go visit. Though normally, I used to love to go visit people. I loved a road trip. Someone would tell me, "Let's go driving for two thousand miles just for the heck of it." I'd be on board. <laughs> But nowadays, you know, you you have too much crap to go through if you do that. Oh, we put a thing on Faceplant this morning. The UN they they want ten trillion dollars to to fight climate change from all the world. Ten trillion. The most corrupt organization on the planet, the United Nations. I mean, they just are. They're criminals. Ten trillion dollars, and they'll probably get it. You know, they'll probably get it somehow. Look at all the global warming that happened in Buffalo, where they had oh, seven feet of snow. I know, that's, that's terrible. Ahead of season, too. It's ahead <laughs> of, it's not even the season. <laughs> Golly. They're supposed to have a white Christmas for Christmas, not Thanksgiving. <laughs> They're still digging out. Many deaths, too, sadly. And they blame it on the lake effect, notice. Oh, it's because the lake got warmer, and that made it colder. Ah, that's uh, interesting reasoning. It's so much just made up. Adam Bergstrom. And then people believe it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, boy, what a, what the Matrix crazy land, eh? Hey, Adam, you know, I, I, have you heard me talking about this X3? Excellent. Variable, you know, Arthur Variable Jones, resistance. And you and Ray P were talking about that a couple years ago, right? Yep. It is the coolest thing ever. It's these elastic bands, uh, Adam, and they're they're not elastic. They're um, um, what's the word? Um, mm, 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 latex, but it's really nice latex, not petroleum, and they don't stretch out. I mean, they're really hardcore. And the the, the concept is is simpler what you and Ray Pete were talking about. So say, so you, you got this plate that you sit on, which is a real heavy plate, and you put the latex band under the plate. And then you have this iron bar, and then say this is a overhead press, right? So you do this, and you have tension on your muscle, on your shoulder, right? The tension, and then you bring it down, and you retain tension. You don't take the tension off, and you never take it off. You don't, you know, weights. You just kind of flip out and go, and then you just bring it back up again, and you do as many as you can until the 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 uh, up and down gets smaller and smaller because you're just wearing out your muscle, right? Until you get, you can't even move. Till you totally, what do they call it? Failure. Go to failure. And this fellow, and I'm seeing it, that I am building muscle more quickly. And you know what, Adam Brexton? I've not been sore one day. And I do it every day. Every day. Oh, I can see your tricep when you go up there. Can you, you? have a little tricep going there. Do I have a little yeah. tricep? Do I? I can't, I can't see him. Where do you see him? Oh, I guess I do. Yeah. 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 Biceps yeah. and bicepies too. And and they have different, um, what do you call it? They have different exercises for chest and for, what's this muscle 
on the other side, you know, on the other side of the chest, you have the chest, and then you, well, whatever. But then you do calves, and you do booty, and you do triceps and biceps, and it's really cool. It's really interesting. And I want to plug it here while I'm on. Let me just plug it for a minute And uh, with Adam Bergstrom. Um, don't wait to get the uh, uh, a Black Friday sale for this X3 because it's on sale right now and it's not going to be any less expensive on Friday. And it's $3.99. I paid, let me show you a little thing. This is the fellow that created it. Weightlifting is a waste of time. And we'll talk more about to Adam about why this, this variable resistance thing works. And this fellow, look at him, and he, he wrote a whole book and he, he really argues very eloquently of how when you lift weights, is why people damage their joints and, and you bring it up to the top and then you hold it and then you bring it back down and it's not a good thing and that's why the muscles get sore. It's pretty cool. So anyway, uh, it's on our website and it's X3 and it's only $3.99. I paid $5.49 two months ago. I paid $5.49. I didn't have $5.49 in my checking account, obviously, because I'm a talk show guy. What do we know? So <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> we do month to month just like everybody else does. And uh, so, but they, they financed it. A very low interest. You know, who cares? You pay 20, 30 bucks interest and who cares? So I got it. You do monthly payments and it's the best thing. And I do it every day. I'm excited about doing it. And the more you focus, and we'll talk to Adam about, too, about that too, about the mind-muscle connection. We're talking about the mind. And when you focus on the muscle that you're working on, it makes it even stronger and more powerful. And I know Adam has some thoughts on that. So get this puppy now. Get it. You'll have it in a few days. Get it over. Start it. And you'll have it over the holidays. And girls, you can do it too. And you can just get stronger. And you can adjust the um, the kind of uh, bands that you use. In other words, thicker bands are harder. They have about five different bands. So if you don't want to get really muscular, you know, stay on the lower. I'm still, I'm still working on the small guys. I'm just a small kid, 122 pounds. Very powerful. Uh, this is the best thing. And a listener has turned me on to this, and I watched the guy's video. I said, man, I want one of those. So get it now, 399X3 on OneRadioNetwork.com. It's right on the front page. We're with Adam Bergstrom. So I wanted to get that little plug in. I'm so talk to us why that you and Ray Pete actually talked about that. There are two different um, words you use for when you're doing this and doing that, right? What are those fancy words? What is that? Eccentric contractions and, uh, and uh, concentric contractions. And there's isometric contractions, too, where you just hold. You just hold. All of those are valid. Mm. Yeah. So but, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say that Ray Pete is not into the eccentric contraction. Oh, he's not? I think that I thought it's he, part of muscle building. Yeah, I think, I know. So what is it about the magic of going to failure? Do you have any theories on that? Why we go, we do it till we can't move any longer and then you stop. 
That's called HIT, which stands for uh, basically it's Mike Menser's type of uh, workout where they just did a smaller workout for less time. This was the idea of Arthur Jones, too, with Nautilus. You do it extra time. He called Nautilus uh, barbells with a brain <laughs> because barbells first got us bodies. But then when you did a Nautilus machine, you they finally made them where you could get the same kind of thing, more pressure, less pressure at certain parts of the movement. Uh. And you're most vulnerable. Like if you do a squat and you're at the bottom, you're likely to get joint damage. Right. And of course, the upper part of the squat is the easier part. So variable resistance, you use chains or you use latex, latex. or you use whatever to prevent it. Uh, many gyms use chains of different varieties. The latex one, I saw the ex, uh, uh, an independent researcher do it, who was doubtful, and he gained muscle within a month. He gained three and a half pounds of muscle that he wasn't gaining before. Interesting. So, and I do the works. squat thing too, and so when you go all the way down, you still got, you still got tension on the booty and the you know the hamstrings. It's really interesting. And if you do it right and you pay attention, you really can't hurt yourself. Now, if you go out to lunch, you know, and just start thinking about something and start getting out of form, you can you can hurt yourself. So, talk about and and uh, Jake Wish is is very uh, intent on focusing on the mind muscle connection to keep your keep your mind on where you're working. What so that is exactly what we're talking about with the mind being. This, this powerful tool that we have, right? So something happens when we're focusing on the muscle we're working, right? Something happens. It, the mind is the focus that makes it grow. In fact, hmm. you can actually grow muscle or at least retain muscle by doing the workout in your mind without yeah. moving a single you, muscle. You probably could. You probably it's could. It's been proven. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I probably proven. could. Yeah. <clears throat> and because we have two hemispheres, if you have a paralyzed side on one side, you can work out on the other side and retain the muscle on the other side also. Mm. If you have enough focus, you can grow it. But most people don't have that much focus. You have to really concentrate on focusing. One exercise is to just count every second on uh, for one minute on a watch and see if you can keep focused on it without another thought. It sounds really easy, but most people can't do it. Oh. But when you can get that type of focus, uh, I know people who focused for, for years on how to climb into a mirror and see themselves looking back at themselves through the mirror. And they, were, they, they could read uh, these books on magic at the Phoenix Metaphysical Bookstore where I work. They could read those books, the thick book like that in a day, but they use their concentration for exercises like that, to train the mind to do things that are supposed to be humanly impossible. Well, folks, so listen to what Adam just said, because I know, know, he's absolutely right, that our attention as soul, right, our focus, wherever we want to put it, is where we are. And the longer we can stay there, we can, this is how we create matter. This is, right? I love that saying about what, um, does it matter? Um, what, what's, the, what's the line? Is something like, a, <clears throat> oh, if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Something like that, right? If you, if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Yeah, if you don't mind something, you know, okay, whatever, Fauci or something, it's not going to matter because, you know, whatever. But if you mind it, 
it turns to matter, right? It, we're in the matrix if we if we give it any mind. Pretty cool. But I think you're, I know this is, this is how we soul travel. Focus. This is how we soul travel, is you imagine yourself somewhere else, and you don't have another thought, you just imagine yourself, you feel it, and you, you know, whatever, you're at the beach, and you feel the sand and the water, and you, and eventually, you're just there. This is how soul travel works. It's very simple, but it's not. As you say, it's one of the most difficult things ever. You have to train yourself to be able to focus without thinking about other things. Simple. Attention to detail. Uh, one yeah, of man. my friends uh, imagined a certain car in her parking space at her apartment, and she imagined this car to exact details. And guess what? It was parked in her parking space, but her neighbor felt the urge to go buy that particular model, which wasn't his type of car. Isn't that so she learned, you got to claim ownership on it, too. That's why in affirmations, you would do like, I, Adam, am a winner. Mm -hmm. You, Adam, are a winner. And Adam is a winner. And then you cover all basics, your own self-conception, what your friends think about you, and what you read about certain types of people in the newspaper. Yeah. When you cover all of that, then you got it made. That's the affirmation system that I have used that I learned from Greg Whiteley, who borrowed it from Leonard Orr and those people back in the day, but he kind of tweaked it where he has now an international organization and all kinds of property and sure. things like that that he gained by just writing affirmations. I was doing a spiritual exercise uh, contemplation the other night uh, in one of the books. says, do first for a few days... Uh, repeat to yourself for maybe uh, 15 times or something that I deserve um, divine love. Right? I deserve it. And you just say it over and over and over again until for two or three days. And then you say um, something like, I have to remember exactly, uh, I accept divine love. And then you move to accept. You have to accept it just like you'd said with the car. right? Divine love is there but it just depends how much we accept it. We let it in, you know. There's all the money in the world is there, but do we, do we think we deserve it and accept it and believe it? Very powerful. This is, this is how it works, folks. It's, what Adam's telling you is right on, baby. It works. Uh, and, and different, uh, people can use visuals, too. I had a girlfriend that put up a, uh, basically a, uh, where you put, all kinds of different things. What do you call that? A uh, a uh, a vision board, basically. Yeah, I've got thing. one of those. Yeah, I've got one of those. And she put everything up she was going to do in the year, and it came to pass. One of the things was to go to Indonesia and study this type of uh, work that you do with uh, with uh, uh, material. And anyway. Just before she went, before I drove her to LAX, when she was going to go to Indonesia, a friend calls her from uh, Boston, a, a grade school friend, and says, how are you doing? Oh, I'm going to Indonesia. I am too. I'm going Saturday. I am too. <laughs> and her friend's husband was the ambassador to Indonesia. So she got to stay there in style. Then when she went out into the jungle to, to learn her trade, uh, she got a ride on an elephant from a rich lady who sat beside her 
on an elephant all the way to her destination. So once you make up your mind and have that mind power, those things happen. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's just so fascinating, isn't it? Hey, what, what do you know, uh, Dr. Messi was talking about, we got talking about red lights, remember? And you were you were in, in, in California and uh, <laughs> sending us uh, emails about a red light, and you've talked about it before. And I use it on my testicles in the morning, you know, red light, and doing my, my spiritual exercise. And I mentioned that to, not spiritual, but my deer exercise, you know, for south of the border, and every morning. And... Um, uh, Dr. Massey, then he said, well, you should try some methylene blue because it increases blah, 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 which I, I don't really, ATP or something. Do you know from methylene blue and do you know anything about it? Or is it, well, I don't think he would recommend effects. it if it wasn't safe, would he? Mm, um, yes, no, maybe on okay. methylene blue. It okay. depends on how you use it. Uh, Adano used to recommend it for gallstones until he came up with the olive oil flushes and all of that. Right. So it's been used for many things for a long time, and uh, it can increase the absorption of red light. So can certain foods and everything. And your best source of red light is in sun, sunrise to expose yourself to the sun and in sunset. If you look closely at sunset or sunrise, look at the shadows. They're green. How come they're green? Because we can't see it. We compensate for the light. But everything is bright red out there like looking through a red filter. Only our eyes have what they call compensation and don't see it. When you're at the 9 o'clock, it's an orange. Only blue light is at noon in that area. And then you go back down into red light again at sun, sunset. So your best source of red light is actually sunrise and sunset. That is also the best time to get red light. But we leave it on most of the night and we read by red light. We read by yellow light because yellow, orange, red, bright red, carmine red, and infrared are all healing frequencies. And it's been proven in... 1906 someone got a nobel prize for color therapy back in the day that is totally forgotten by doctors today who claim oh color doesn't make any difference it makes such a difference if you take a tarp of a certain color red blue or green underneath the plant in the dark the chemistry changes the taste changes that has been proven right here in the u.s and kansas or one of those agricultural states that's crazy yeah, I have a board with four of these, uh, these you know, from Home Depot red lights, right? And we just put it on in the living room, and it just shines through the whole house the, all the time. I just have it on, too. It feels right to me. So does it do anything particular in the body, red light, or just healing or strengthening? or Mostly healing, uh-huh. mostly strengthening. But it does, if you go to the chakra system, it does work on the coccyx in that area. Oh, good. And, of course, that's the beginning of materialization happens on the red level. It doesn't happen elsewhere. The energy is stopped on red. That's why we have red stop signs. We don't have green oh, stop signs. Red light. We have red ones so red actually is is it can be a moving trauma but it's if you hold your ground you've conquered the color red if you can hold your ground like in these demonstrations of martial arts where people try to push a person over and they can't do it they have mastered the color red at Hmm. that point interesting Uh, 
You remember, what is the founder of Aikido? They tried to, all these people lean up against him and tried to push him in. And I had a martial arts teacher like that. He he told me to, uh, to push him over. And I couldn't budge him, no matter. I leaned against him and I pushed and I pushed. Then he said, then he said, okay, my turn. He took two fingers and put it in my chest. And even if I leaned at a 45 degree angle, he pushed me right across the entire room, a large room into yeah. the floor, poked me in the gut where I lost my breath and said, learn to breathe. <laughs> and, and so I experienced it. I know uh, chi actually exists. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for that email you said. Oh, here it was. Let's see. Um, yeah, you said yellow, orange, red and infrared cover all the bases equals red heat lamps right so they got them all right those heat lamps for like you get it for 10 or 12 bucks we use the ge one for one reason when we use the phillips one it melted because we use it so often that the paint melted off it completely so just the, the inexpensive one at home depot these things are good right these are good yes and the incandescent bulb was done for health by GE. They actually cared about your health back then. These new bulbs are actually oh. not good for our health. Uh, any of them, any of them, but the, the LEDs or the uh, fluorescent, whatever. Oh, I don't use any of those. You go to Home Depot, and I'm sure you've seen it. Well, California, you probably don't get to go to Home Depot. You have to probably wear a mask, but just kidding. But they got an entire wall of these LEDs and complex fluorescence and all this nonsense and then you go down way at the bottom in one corner they got two or three rows of incandescent bulbs you know man they don't they you, know, you gotta look for guess them. What? what in california they're illegal no come on yeah, so so we buy <laughs> we can't get the party lights anymore you can still get the uh the heat lamps and we get bug lights so we we stocked up on bug lights because when they're gone, we have to go to Nevada to get our bug lights but I, or to get could, our regular. You could probably buy incandescents online if you want to get a case or something. Probably right? so. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that'd be easier than going to Vegas. <laughs> going to Vegas. <laughs> could Adam say how to use orange and kale for bruises? As I have some on my backs and my legs, how much do you need? From uh, the UK, Paul in the UK. Okay. Well, now I just have one orange a day, usually. Uh, excuse me, three oranges a day, which we juice up in that little uh, glass juicer, you know, uh, that yeah, you squeeze, squeeze like my mother used to have back in the day. And uh, But at one time, when I first had it, I would take it at spleen pancreas time, about 10 o'clock, and then I would also take it just before I went to bed, about 12 or 1 in the morning when it's also orange time at that time because I really wanted to get rid of my problem because I, I had big fat edema legs. I had a whole bunch of problems. I had a leg that would go down to the, I couldn't sit in a cross-legged position anymore. That all was fixed all with Ray Pete. So even though I cherry pick from Ray Pete and don't agree with him on everything, he saved my life. Yeah. So I'm appreciative. If Ray Pete is listening, Thank yeah. you. Yeah, God love him. He was, he's, we've missed three months now with him. He's still going through whatever it is he's going through with that smoke. And so he's asked us to, um, he wants to take December off too. So 
uh, he wants us to check back with him early January to see how he's doing. So send out our love and kisses and good wishes to Ray Pete. Yeah, same here. You well, do good interviews with him too. Yeah, Some he's of the best. he's really yeah. he's 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 a wonderful, wonderful guy. Um, oh, here's one that kind of ties in with Ray Pete. This is from Jeffrey. I've listened to Ray Pete and he talks about drinking milk and how good it is. I'm wondering what Adam's opinion is. If I can only get, even if it's organic, it is pasteurized and homogenized milk from the health food store here in Connecticut. So, well, you know, people say it's just not good to drink them, but I don't know. It can't can't kill you, is it? It's not going to hurt you, is it? Homogenized. Homogenized is the worst. If you can get pasteurized, yeah. but homogenized. It's hard to find uh, it. Yeah, it's hard to find. Yeah. And first of all, I'm not a big milk drinker. I know you. We we eat the cheese form. We eat the butter. We eat uh, uh, butter and uh, what else? Uh, kefir, kefir, a few things like that. Uh, milk itself uh, can actually generate more lactic acid. Ray Pete doesn't seem to to mind that. He even buys lucerne milk. But uh, if you can't get raw, like we're lucky enough to get here, I think pasteurized and homogenized, particularly if it's going to be cheese or butter or something of that nature, is okay. Yeah. Cream. We, we get raw milk here, which I'm very fortunate, grass-fed, and then also goat's milk. I do really well in goat's milk. I don't know what it is. It's like, I think Gandhi lived on it. I was thinking about just doing a goat's milk fast and doing nothing but goat's milk for couple of weeks and just see how you do it's so nourishing for me um but now it's hard because the goats they they dry them up in november and december i don't you know what i mean they go dry and then they make have babies and then you can't get goat's milk for again till january so so i'm gonna go to cow's milk this week and see how i do with that but um i kind of like milk you know i it just soothes me for some reason you know kind of but you don't like it much. You just do the cheese and kefir and yogurt and stuff. Yeah, in fact, we get raw cheese, yeah. uh, but it's cow cheese. Now, I've switched over because it's better for muscle building to uh, actually a pasteurized goat cheese or really? sheep cheese that I get from Italy or some places like that that's available at Sprouts. So I just bought three tins of that uh, or three containers of that recently, and I prefer that. Because according to Adano, uh, sheep cheese and goat cheese builds bone, but it doesn't really, uh, cow cheese really doesn't do that. You need, uh, uh, you need for cow cheese, it's for teats though. So they kind of are inverse. Uh, so, so goat and sheep do better for muscle building or bone or both? Muscle. Yeah, muscle building and the bone, huh. but not for the teeth. Yeah. So if you want muscles, so he taught me to actually eat Essene bread with it. Remember the Essene bread you used to be able to get? I don't even think uh, they have that anymore, do they? Essene bread? Maybe not. It's been a long time. I, I'm not eating much bread these days, if any. <laughs> yeah. Well. Pretty much given that up. But yeah. but uh, at one time I used to like Essene bread, and I would get it, and we Sir, we had it at the health food store, so it was easy to get. Yeah, we have access to some good raw goats. Geez, I uh, like it as well. Um, butter, too. What would we do without butter? I mean, come on. <laughs> you, you can get raw, unpasteurized butter there, right? 
We get it, yeah. And we go through it. Me too. I love to smother it on my... We get these type of squash now. It looks like a little pumpkin. Ooh. The name of the squash escapes me. And what is it called? Kaboka. Kaboka. Oh, Kaboka yeah. I've seen, those. I've seen those, yeah. Man, are they good. <laughs> Kaboka squash, yeah. Kaboka squash. Lots of butter poured on it. And I, I, I dexternize it after it's... Uh, well, actually, we, we dry bake it in the oven, poke holes in it so it doesn't explode. And then I further dexternize it with beans and the different uh, types of food that I put in the oven, including dexternized tomatoes. How do you... Well, you know, I, I eat a lot of bacon. How do you do your bacon? What do you do? Which, the uh, bacon? Yeah, how do you do your bacon? Oh, oh I don't use bacon. <coughs> oh. I, I bake things. But, oh, I but, thought you said bacon. <clears throat> no, but when I was a, uh, when but, I was a vegetarian, the hardest food for me to give up was bacon and anchovies. Why? Man, I couldn't be around the smell of bacon because when I was in uh, the Boy Scouts years and years ago, we were out and it rained all night. My tent was flooded, so I was in a soaked sleeping bag, and they cooked the bacon, and they burned it, and they were about to throw it away, and I said, no way. I ate about 30 pieces of burned bacon before I ever got to the second batch of good bacon. <laughs> Boy, I love yeah. bacon. I, I do really oh, well with it, man. I don't know. Uh, doctor, bacon, bacon, bacon. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Daniels says that that really helps to relax you, and it does for me. If I, I can have bacon like 2 o'clock in the morning if I get up and hungry, you know, have four or five pieces of bacon, and I just go. <laughs> I think it's the fat. You know, I think, it, I think it's the fat. Adam Bergstrom is right. with us. He's a sugar head. Patrick's a fat head, but, you know, we all do our own thing. So, we <laughs> so, so somebody wants to know here from Ailey. Ailey? I think that's how you pronounce it, A-L-I-E. She's in San Bernardino. She's out near you. She wants to know, is Adam still eating a lot of sugar? I can't believe he can eat sugar. Sugar's so bad for you. I love you, Adam. Bye. <laughs> that was her email. So tell us your sugar story. Okay. 50-pound bags of sugar. No, I still buy them. <laughs> you're not still doing that, are you? Yeah, yeah, still why, doing them. Why do you eat all that sugar? What's it do for you? I like it. <laughs> I, you know... <laughs> I like it. I like it. And now I'm I'm buying baking chocolate too. So at nighttime, it's easier to just lean over and have some. Uh, sugar actually can prevent heart attacks and a whole bunch of things if you have it in the middle of the night. Now, usually I just have a teaspoon of it or maybe a little coffee with sugar in it when I wake up and then I go back to sleep. But uh, now I get this baking chocolate. You break off a piece oh, I've and seen I that. have one or two. That's just like pure uh, unsweetened chocolate, right? I get the semi-sweet because I want some sugar in it. And sometimes I coat it with sugar. I wet it and coat it with sugar to get extra sugar out of it. But I don't eat the usual chocolates where they add all kinds of chemicals and things yeah. in. The baking, uh, the baking one I get is organic. It's a really good uh, brand. Uh, begins with a G. I don't think it's Ghirardelli's, but anyway, whatever so, it is, it's good. Have you felt any difference at all in your body or energy or sleep or anything with uh, you eating all this sugar? Any changes? Well, you can eat too much, and oh, I yeah. can tell where my <laughs> limit is. <laughs> When, but you won't get diabetes. Uh, my father had diabetes, and he died of ketosis. 
If he had had sugar, he would have survived, as William Budd did back in 1840, and they said he was crazy. And the Frenchman, whose name I forgot, who's on Wikipedia, and they say he killed people by giving them sugar, according to Wikipedia. And actually, he saved a whole bunch of lives, because you want to balance. Uh, what happens with diabetes is you convert your protein into sugar, and it comes out your urine. So you lose your muscle mass, and down the tube it goes. But uh, with sugar, you prevent it because sugar is a backup for protein uh, to keep it from uh, being burned. If you don't have sugar, you burn your muscle for protein or the protein you eat usually. Really? So I would build more muscle if I take some sugar, you think? You could do carbohydrate. The, yeah, the problem with carbohydrate is it's glucose on glucose. Right. It's not fructose or sucrose. Mm. And now, of course, fructose has become the deadly enemy when actually it's the preferred sperm uh, sugar and the preferred liver sugar. But now they blame fructose as causing liver disease when, again, it's omega-3 fatty acids that are the villain. How about, of course, I wrote 14 books about that. I've got some organic coconut sugar. How's that? Is that a pretty good sugar, coconut sugar? I think there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's a good morning sugar, too. I would eat that in the morning. Yeah, you, get, you can get sugar out of a lot of things. Now, they, they often get that two ways. You can get it actually out of the coconut or you can get it out of the palm tree. They have both types. I don't know which ones you're eating. They both seem to be I think, okay. I think it's just... Just says organic coconut sugar, and it's brown. You know, I don't know where. Hmm. Yeah, then you don't know. Of course, the, the brown is added. That's a color because it? it doesn't. Yeah, usually they do that. See, when you buy brown sugar, it's not brown sugar. They coat it with caramel. Oh, good. They spray paint it. Yeah. Isn't it? In fact. Isn't anything sacred anymore? <laughs> what? Get, get this. Raw sugar is illegal in the United States. What? So Adano used to go to Sugarland, Texas. You probably are familiar with Sugarland. He would go and say, I need sugar for my cattle. And then he could get raw sugar. So we were the practically the only people in Texas when he had his clinic that was getting raw sugar. And it's lumpy. It's not brown. There's also a blonde sugar, which is kind of fake too, but at least you get some natural ingredients in that. Unfortunately, it's filtered through bone, and so you can have some problems with that that were uh, repressed. So uh, white sugar is the purest you can get. The glyphosate is taken out of it. If you, if you had real brown sugar or cane sugar, you would have glyphosate. But fortunately, most brown sugar is white sugar with caramel or molasses or something added so back on it. is there a difference between, say, an organic raw sugar you might be able to find online raw or C&H pure cane sugar from Hawaii? Any difference from those two? You know, because once it's refined to a certain degree, it's nothing but carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. So there's nothing else in there. If they do their job correctly, and usually they do, so you're better with a refined sugar. Now, we get a non-GMO one, uh, but I would probably have even a GMO one because once you refine it down to carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, what's left? Is that what C&H sugar is? Is just carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen? The one we get, uh, the 50-pound the bags I get. Hmm. I used to get 25-pound bags till I heard Ray Pete say that 
he would get 50 pound bags and finally smart and final got the 50 pound bags in so now i get 50 pounds and i put them in mayonnaise jars the old mayonnaise i used to eat i have about uh actually i had 200 jars that i collected just living here in montecito can you imagine eating 200 jars for the mayo man i was a mayo junkie you were but you know i, I wonder why all these carnivore people i talked to most of them they're all got muscles on muscles and they don't do any sugar how how is that possible if you need sugar to keep your muscle uh, they're probably getting it someplace because remember glycogen is in muscle too so you can get some out of meat if you eat the right uh, part of the meat uh, muscle meat you get more chances of ketosis but with uh, organ meats and things like that and uh, most of them animals, do organ meats and so do I I do organ yeah yeah and they, I do fatty meat no, too you know I pick the fattiest meat I can like a ribeye and they got fat everywhere you know in the ribeye and it's good you're exercising i wrote a blog hmm. that was uh, from a book in the 1800s where they knew that uh if you ate pork and were a brain worker it caused problems with people but because pork was made for farmers and people who are active because you're exercising you can eat all the pork you want yeah, pork. but brain workers who just sit at the computer they can have trouble with pork huh. except bacon which is Ray Pete's favorite pork too said he was a, the best pork you could eat is bacon yeah I, I remember him saying that I remember him saying that yeah uh, so what about me I'm not fathead now I'm eating like beef organic grass-fed beef tallow spoonfuls fat's <laughs> good for you though I mean I, I feel good eating it my little brain works great my mind and everything happy you know I, I agree with Dr. Cowan the area that you eat is what you eat. So if you eat meat or you eat bark or whatever it is, people <laughs> have survived on those. And you've found obviously something that agrees with you. And they lie that meat has vitamin C. Where do you get, <laughs> how can you eat a vitamin C plant and not have vitamin C? So they used to say, uh, what is it? A gorilla eats 10,000 units of, uh, I mean, uh, milligrams of vitamin C. Where did it go? Yeah, I, I'm not going to, if I eat the gorilla, I'm going to get all that vitamin C. It didn't disappear like that. So meat, obviously, uh, animals make their own vitamin C besides. But we so don't. We don't. No, uh, we don't. Well, that's what they tell us. But, but you, I what do think, you think there are yogis that can do it because you can make it out of sunlight if you know how to do it. I haven't learned that yet. But uh, So um, if you eat fresh meat, no one on a ship got sick from eating uh, beef. But because it's expendable, when they ate all that jerky and stuff, the vitamin C was out. Then they got the scurvy. Huh. But you could just, they could live on meat on shipboard as long as they had fresh meat. The Polynesians, when they came over to Hawaii, they actually brought live animals with them and killed them on the spot and ate them. So they have no scurvy on the way over. Wow. And wow. they ate fish. So there too. must have been sea in the fresh meat then, huh? That's somehow. right. Yeah, somehow. There's plenty of C in it, obviously, because we can't live without vitamin C, they tell us. They, they would have died, yeah. The, yeah. And, the so, Indians, you know, the Indians used to do uh, the deer and the fat, right? And they would they would mix it together and dry it called pemmican, right? Pemmican. Yep. And they lived on that when times were tough. When times were tough, they would do that. And they were, they you know, when they were traveling, right? And they, they didn't have any buffalo to kill and 
they would just eat, and it was just fat and and muscle meat. I think they combined it together. Yeah. And they were so strong, the Zunis could run 170 miles. They could outrun a horse. Whoa. The Mexicans used them to collect horses. <clears throat> the Tumahari Indians are well known, but the Zunis, the same thing. Now, because their diet has degenerated and they're civilized, they can't do that anymore. You'd be lucky if they could run a mile. They we, probably have computers and they eat corn chips. We have a fellow here about 100 miles from us uh, that has uh, his own grass-fed buffalo herd, and I get that at the farmer's market. Boy, man, is that good. Ooh, really tasty, you know. Especially if you just barely cook it, right? It's mostly raw. It's just like, (laughs) like we were probably past lives when we were Indians and used to eat the the buffalo, you know. (laughs) The Indians ate all kinds of food because like in certain places in the desert, they ate rats and pigeons and whatever else. I think they ate snakes as well, right? Yeah. yeah, in fact, rattlesnake uh, steak is for arthritis. Uh, people used to use that back when I was in high school. Uh, I learned about that. Uh, I learned about it from people who lived out in the country that actually ate it for their arthritis. Mm. They killed rattlesnakes and ate the steak. Denise has just emailed in, would you guys go back to the methylene blue? Because I really didn't understand Adam's opinion if he thinks it's okay to take because I heard the Dr. Massey show. Thanks. Okay, so let's go back there a second. Let's circle back, as I used to say. Um, It's a yes-no maybe for you, in your opinion, for taking it, right? I I wouldn't take it, but that doesn't mean that the people listening to the show or Dr. Massey can't take it. They might get something out of it. I I researched it and I see no real reason to take it. I'm doing well enough with the things I'm taking right right now. I understand. I don't need many Have you seen anything where it could be bad for you, the methylene blue? Yeah, I've seen some research on that, but but I can see you can find research on fat on anything, anything. that's bad, yeah. so yeah. who right. knows? Yeah, and I a guess, lot of people use it regularly and don't seem to have a problem, so what the heck. And I wonder why uh, Dono was using it for gallstones early on before the, the olive oil flush. Apparently, it's before he knew about the gallstones right. right. being with the olive oil, yeah, clearing out. And again, those little balls that come out, are actually olive oil but that doesn't mean that it won't move the gallstones in your uh in your gallbladder because there are stones there are actual stones in there right some come out but but they'll last if your gallstones don't last more than a week or two if you can squish them up with your fingers, those are not gallstones. No, I understand. A gallstone you can wear as a necklace for lifelong. Do you remember the woman who got in trouble? She sold her gallstones on the internet. Yeah, removed, I understand. Kept them. Yeah, Adam, but, I I did a thing years. I think I did a thing years ago, and actually had pictures, you know, with the olive oil thing, and these little puppies. Not all of them, but thirty, or maybe seventy-five percent of them. They were hard. I mean, yeah. they were hard. Yeah. You could. They were hard. They were like... They should last uh, years, years, because the gallstone, and they're not green. Gallstones are not green. What are they made out of? What are they made out of? Well, they come out of, actually, you can get them made out of about 20 things. The most common is oxalic acid, uh, calcium oxalate, and uric acid is another one. 
and then infectious ones. You get an infection, and then it can happen from any way. Those are three. But you can actually get gallstones from everything from cranberry to really weird things that you can get it from. And, of course, the mind is where you get it by not having enough gall <laughs> or having too much gall. That's where it really comes from. It's always about the mind. And if you don't mind, it doesn't matter, and here we are. Uh, that's good advice right there. You know, that they say that is kind of a clever thing, but, but it's, it's physics. true. It's it's physics, right? If it's you, true. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. Here's an email for you. My dentist tells me I have fairly severe tongue tie and thinks I should have the aniguo frendulum, the ligament under my tongue, out with a laser to free my tongue. According to some dentist um, who has facial mouth, who has been on, I don't know, causes sleep apnea and all of that. What is, does Adam have any ideas on how to approach this besides the laser treatment? So, do you understand what tongue tie thing is? Exercise. You exercise your mouth. You ever see people who can roll their tongue in five or six ripples? Not mm. just not just one. I've seen it go on the internet. You'll see. Look at tongue and what people can do with their tongues. You can train yourself to touch your nose with your tongue, <laughs> to touch your chin with your tongue, and of course swallow your tongue like yogas do. But be very careful because you have to learn to breathe, uh, basically to be in the breathless state to swallow the tongue, and that great yogic move of swallowing the tongue to tickle the pituitary gland down in the bottom of your throat where the reflexes exist. Uh, but basically, uh, there may be some cases where you have to do it, but again, you cut through acupuncture meridians, reflex meridians, all kinds of things. What are you going to accomplish for the rest of your body by doing that so if you exercise your your voice box you know when people have their larynx removed they can still talk they learn to talk from their esophagus wow. and then they can actually learn to belly breathe a ventriloquist learns how to talk with their belly mm. and people yeah, who do. have yeah. had answer of the and had their voice box removed they can learn to talk from their esophagus so you can pick different places to talk from from different places like that and what people don't realize is that you ever see the masks the the uh, comedy tragedy masks from the greeks sure. that they have uh -huh. mm -hmm. the trick is to train yourself to talk directly out of the mouth people who talk too low get hoarse. Remember Clinton? He was always hoarse was when always he was hoarse. president. Yeah. He always talked from here. Then you can talk too nasally and cause problems too. The trick is to aim your voice directly out of the mouth. And that way you get, uh, you can use less tongue tying, sibilance and all those other things that people get when they talk. So in other this, words, it's something to train. So for this emailer, uh, laser surgery would be a little extreme at this point, right? I think they should try to do it the other way and, and get books on how to work with the tongue and things like that. I haven't written one of those yet, but <laughs> but you can find many uh, voice uh, therapists and people. They know those kind of things. And particularly if you can find the older uh, books 
where people work with that because they could fix that kind of thing uh, very quickly by exercises. They knew that people tend to use too many muscles. I think I think I told you one time last time that people, when they write with their hand, they actually write with their forearm, with here, even their mouth. They're using the whole muscle, using all that extra energy that they don't need when all you need is your hand to write with. Hmm. Anna Bergstrom, good stuff. Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. Adam is here generally on the third Wednesday, but, but, California just shut off his, he said, no, you can't do that anymore. You don't get any, it reminds me, I I visited a, a friend in Mexico years ago. I mean, I don't know, long time ago. And stayed uh, stayed with her in her parents' house, and and they would they would just turn on the water once a day. I mean, she was in a small town, and they would just turn on the water once a day. I'm serious. Can you imagine? And then you know the water would come on once a day, and then you would get whatever water you needed, and you'd fill up your little tank above the shower, and you'd fill up your sink, and you'd fill up a barrel, and it was only on for three or four hours, and then they turn it back off again. Or sometimes you think about, um, um, oh gosh, what we do here in this country, and even though it's street water, I mean, it is water, you know, it, it, it is water, um, and we're very, we're very blessed to have the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the water that we do, I mean, it comes out of the faucet, and you can filter it or distill it. So, yeah, there's some countries like that. I mean, I don't know if they still do that that in Mexico, but I hear it still goes on. It's crazy. I don't even know what it is. Okay, so we're not going to do a lot of commercials today. We're going to do just one or two, but only for, we talked about the X3, because that's on the cheapest, um, cheapest, that's not a good word, the least expensive price is going to be $3.99 today. So no Black Friday sale on that. Everything else pretty much is going to be Black Friday except sulfur, and Pearl Sim, they are not a Black Friday. So if you want some Pearl Sim, um, well, let me play this and then I'll show you the show you the thing. Previously, we talked with Dr. Rulin Zhu about using Pearl Sim on your teeth. You have to experience huh. it to yeah. believe it. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's what I've been saying to my listeners. I keep saying, can't even explain this. Just buy it. Just click on it. Buy some. Trust me. Just trust me. And you're going to like the way your teeth look. <laughs> That's what I keep telling. Dentists, they did an experiment uh, on their uh, clients. And they literally prove and they literally show the picture every day. You know, when they take it in a few days, the tooth literally become, like you said, like a pearl pearl um like a pearl and it looks so beautiful and really white and shiny yeah it really works and it's also scientifically proven by the um, experiment and he literally proved it is not only good for your teeth he also proved it's also good for your gum try some of this pearl soon i think you're going to love it you can try it internally as well, helps with sleep. Great way to get uh, absorbable calcium and also on your face. Uh, you'll see the green ad there, the beautiful green container. Get the capsules or the powder. Pearl Sim. Click and order. OneRadioNetwork.com Really like this product. I just got a new batch in yesterday. So this is the container. 
and it comes with a little plastic ooh, ooh, comes with a little plastic spoon. Oops, I'm getting it all over my keyboard. Oh well, doesn't matter. A little prosium on the keyboard won't hurt anything. Better than Coca-Cola and have a China syndrome thing. Um, this is pretty cool. And so you get a little spoon and just put on your it's great, just great for your teeth. It's a, a very, very high in calcium, and it's from real pearl, from from oysters. And uh, just brush your teeth, and this is all you'll ever need. Trust me, I've been using this for three, four years. My teeth have never looked better, never felt better. Gums great, everything just so easy. Uh, there's no glycerin, which is in toothpaste, which is not a good thing. Um, it keeps your teeth from remineralizing, and almost every toothpaste on the on the earth plane has glycerin and then fluoride, and it's just a mess, toothpaste. So this is really good. Get some for your teeth. And then this little guy, these are the, are the capsules. Same product, but it's in little capsules, you can see. And I like them because they're small and I can swallow them. I don't do well with big capsules. And then you can take this at night, very, very nice to take to help. Calcium helps the body relax. I think it does. I'll ask Adam. Uh, but um, and it, it, calcium is a good thing to have, as uh, uh, Ray Peters talked about. That's why he likes the milk, I think. But I like to take a little bit of uh, this every day. A few of these little guys. So these are two great products on on OneRadioNetwork.com. And then a quick little plug here. Then we'll be back with Adam. Uh, this is a product that is not a Black Friday sale. We sell this product as, as for as less as they can, as we can. So uh, everything else, though, we're going to have a little special deal on the sauna, on Sir Thrival, 20%, um, whatever, all the other things. I think Sir Thrival, Shen Blossom, uh, Andreas Seed Oils. And cool, cool stuff. So uh, I'll be back on Friday to tell you all about the sales. And they're all going to be up on the website. So yeah, unless you're going to buy sulfur and or pearl sim, I would wait till Friday to purchase anything from us because you're going to get some really nice Black Friday things. I wonder where that whole Black We're going to even have a little bit better price on the sauna as well, uh, which is pretty cool. So the three of them that you want to just get now, if you want to get something today, if you're antsy, would be X3, sauna, I'm sorry, X3, sulfur, and pearl sim. Pretty much everything else is going to be on sale for um, on Friday. <laughs> 